Welcome to Big Game Hunger, a show where me and a guest craft the big next game every episode. We'll be taking three ingredients and blending them together into one incredible game. I'm Jenna Stever, and I crave content. And I'm joined by Kelsey Lewin. Kelsey, who are you, and what do you have a hunger for? Hi, I'm Kelsey Lewin. Um, I am the co-owner of Pink Gorilla Games, a game store in Seattle. Um, I'm on MinMax and occasionally some other podcasts and stuff. And uh, I crave aesthetically pleasing desserts and other things. We were just talking about marzipan. I crave anything that doesn't need to be as pretty as it is being very pretty. <laughs> I Yeah, one of the things I most regret about like... The is it cake trend is that it, they're beautiful in a way that's like aiming for realism and not for like the kind of extract beauty iconic of cake decorating. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. For sure. I love I love just like a really froofy cake with like weird icing shapes and like dabbles of color. Yeah, I don't care that it's all fondant or whatever. Like it just, you know, it. I just want it to be pretty. That's... That's half the battle. Like yeah. tea cakes are really, oh, yeah. you know, whenever you go do like a little high tea thing and yes. all, even the sandwiches are really pretty and the tiny little quiches. Like it's just, it's just such a pleasant experience to see food that way. <laughs> I mean, it speaks to such like a bespoke, careful, just really sweet appreciation for the object yeah uh, like when you see like a beautiful pie that has like really intricate cut out shapes on the top it's just like somebody did that and then i get to eat it which is my favorite part yeah food, well, food is especially a, an interesting medium for that because yeah you do just destroy it like i have the same appreciation yeah. for like dollhouse furniture and that kind of thing like miniatures yeah. i think miniatures are wonderful little things too but you don't destroy those so it's not quite as i don't know yeah food is a really interesting one because you put a lot of effort into something that then it's just gone ah yeah i'm well known for my love of punching cakes the more <laughs> intricate and beautiful a cake the more satisfying it is to punch because the person who who put all this time and effort and love into this piece knows it's going to be destroyed like they know, yeah. they know that this effort is, it's only meant to be seen for a brief period of time and then it's gone. And so if you punch it, it's really funny because they're expecting <laughs> you to eat it. <laughs> and that really pleases me. So by that same logic, we should be eating sandcastles because people mm. expect you to punch a sandcastle. Uh, so eating a sandcastle <laughs> would be really <laughs> satisfying. Kelsey, if, if, I went to the, if I went to the beach... If I went to the beach and there was a beautifully intricately carved sandcastle and I leaned over and bit off a turret <laughs> on it and it was cake instead of sand, I think that would be the <laughs> ultimate life experience. That <laughs> would be the most wonderful experience I can imagine. We have to find <sighs> a way to make this happen for you someday. We'll just bring <sighs> you a big sandcastle on a plate. And... That would be incredible. <laughs> I'm thinking about how I can get that to happen to myself. I'm also thinking about what kind of flavors would you want uh, a sandcastle beachside cake to be? Because the sand would have to be like like brown sugar. Yeah. So it would have to be something real like dark and caramelline, something like that. Yeah, but you wouldn't – and you wouldn't expect sand to be like a rich flavor, I feel like. No. Yeah. It would be all textured, be all grit and yeah. like very little flavor. Hmm. 
Hmm. You've awoken something in me today, Kelsey. <laughs> new podcast format. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times that this podcast has devolved into what if we did a weird thing with food is, is uh, surprising for a gaming podcast, but not surprising for a podcast called Big Game Hunger. So <laughs> it is what it is. It just makes us hungry when we start the show. Yeah, it's true. What kind of, Kelsey, what kind of games do you like most? Like, what games do you play the most? I play a lot of RPGs. Um, I play, I mean, I dabble in a little bit of everything. There's stuff I like more than others, obviously. I would say that just story-driven stuff in general tends to be my jam. I love RPGs. I tend to like action elements in games, so action RPGs, I guess, is probably the, the sweet spot. But, I mean, like... I, I play visual novels, too. I play kind of a little bit of everything. I'm really into um, the new, uh, I'm going to keep calling it Yakuza, the new Like a Dragon right now, Infinite <laughs> Wealth. And that's kind of, that's just kind of my favorite little intersection there because it's, uh, I mean, this one's turn-based, but in the past, most of those games have been action, but there's just there's so much story going on and it's always really good, but also has moments of just absolute dumb like, we're going to take you out of the series for a minute to do something extremely stupid. And um, I love that. Uh, how often do you get invested in the cabaret game side bakery side quest sort of games in the in the Yakuza series? Um, almost always. Uh, the new one has like a I mean, people are calling it an Animal Crossing island, but it's really it's an island mini game that's a lot more about like. I mean, you're decorating an island, but you're kind of decorating it, like, to satisfy the visitors who come, which I think is, I think that's a pretty fundamentally different thing than Animal Crossing. Also, you, there's a, like, fighting portion of it where you beat enemies with a baseball bat, and that's, <laughs> that's a little maybe not Animal Crossing, but um, super into that. There is a Pokemon, <laughs> uh, like, parody thing going on there called Sujimon. There's a crazy taxi game in there. There's, I mean, and then in the last game, the last, like, mainline, like, a dragon game, which was seven, um, there was like a business management sim thing. And <laughs> I think I probably put like 10, 15 hours into that one alone. So yeah, they, they do such a good job with them. Like they're not all for everyone, but there's, uh, you know, I never like spend a lot of time with the darts or whatever, but um, yeah, some of the like weird ones in there. Oh, there's also an online dating mini game in this one that I have uh, done completely. I have just done every single part of it, just finished it. Wow. It sounds like it sounds like you need one game and it's one of these games because every other game is already in the game. Yeah, oh, I it's absolutely the like <laughs> if you're stuck on a deserted island, blah blah blah, like it's that game. It's one of those is is the answer because you have like a lot of games to choose from in there. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay. I definitely started playing one of the Yakuza game, one of the really popular ones a while back. Uh, and I didn't keep playing it, but I've got a Steam Deck now, and my instinct is that this would be an incredible Steam Deck game. So when Probably. I'm done with Gumbrella, this is next up. Yeah, this is next up. I still have, Gunna. I mean, I've played one and part of two and part of zero, and I think part of four, um, but I've, I've finished almost, like, very few of them, and so I need to go back and actually 
play through at some point. But you know, that's a that's a kind you of finish a crazy... the online dating mini game right, and you're exactly. like, this game is done with me. <laughs> 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 I was talking to Karen Hahn a couple of episodes ago and she she had a similar thing to say about the cabaret mini game where she was like, I beat the game I was playing, which was the, <laughs> the cabaret <laughs> side <Right>. game. <laughs> which I love. I love that in games. Uh I also want to put out here, this is not we haven't rolled on the prompt sheet yet, but I think it would be fun to make a game in which you're doing like an Animal Crossing style, building up a beautiful little island in order to attract a kaiju to destroy the island. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> it out there. That's yeah. good. Uh, it's because I watched Godzilla minus one <laughs> yesterday. And so this is um, this is feeding into that. Uh, but no, that's not what we're making today. Unless the dice rolls tell us that <laughs> we're making that game. Uh, okay, let me roll... Okay, our oh, this is interesting. Our our prompts are for adjective slash description is ant game, and I, it's a u n t game. <laughs> um, because when I put dad game on the list, I've also put every variant of that, <laughs> every ant every game. familiar variant. Okay, uh, on the list because I thought it was funny. Um, so that's our adjective. Our premise is frog. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and our type of gameplay is ooh, this one comes from former guest Phil Salvador, who offered the pr- gameplay type mist like. Oh, boy. So M Y S T. Uh, this is an interesting lineup of words. Kelsey, did you ever play mist? Yes, but in the way that anyone played it when it was contemporary in which I clicked through some screens and never really understood what I was doing and was like, wow, this looks amazing. Um, can I offer, uh, just to start with, I oh, this is, I think this is supposed to be the end of the show, but I feel like we could have our title already because, you know, you, you kiss a frog to turn it into a prince, right? Um, and there's yeah. already a parody of Mist called Pissed. What if we change that to a K? And it's kissed. <gasps> kissed. Oh my god! Uh, this is this is a first on this show, and it's also in my backwards. real life, which is <laughs> from the title because that is so good. That synergizes so well with all of this. Oh my god, Kelsey, that's really good. I love kissed. Okay, I'm just reeling. I'm like trying to recenter myself. I just want to like kissed. It's that figure it out, <laughs> to audience. You make the game based on that. Um, really good. Okay, I love kissed. Uh, so it's okay. So the premise is that it's a it's a frog kissing game. Uh, there's I feel like there's two ways you can go with that, which is you can either have one frog that is a prince that you're trying to kiss. Uh, and maybe he wants you to kiss him or you want to kiss him and he's not into it. Like there's some back and forth there. Or there's lots of frogs and you're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs to find your prince. Well, Mist is about puzzle solving, right? So maybe that's yes. kind of the puzzle is like you're you're kissing different frogs and they are that's a puzzle somehow. Like either they turn into, you know, they turn into a, a prince that like this prince can open this door or like do something, you know, is is the solution to this puzzle. But ultimately you're trying to get to like the actual frog you're trying to marry. But like there's lots of frogs along the way that help that are puzzle keys. 
Am I going anywhere okay. with this? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, you're going everywhere with this. There's so many good ideas in what you just said. I feel like there is something really ant advice kind of vibe of like, it, it, this feels like something that would be, have been printed out from like an early meme where it's like, you're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs <laughs> to find your prince. Like that, doesn't that feel like something an ant would say Absolutely. to you when you were like, yeah, I broke up with somebody. <laughs> like, well, well. <laughs> and like the trope a lot of times is that the your aunt is single, right? Like your aunt is the one that yes. hasn't like settled down yet. So your aunt is kind yeah. of the one that is kissing a lot of frogs and trying to, yeah. yeah. I think I think this tracks. Yeah. And when you're young, you're like, maybe like, what's wrong with my aunt that she can't get married? But then after you have kissed a lot of frogs, you're like, she's right. Most of them are just <laughs> frogs. <laughs> Most of them are not secret princes. <laughs> OK, I love that premise. I also love I, I was thinking that like this was almost like, do you remember the princess and the pea, the fairy tale? Mm -hmm. For some reason, I, that was one that I loved growing up. Uh, I love the idea that there is that that royalty are secretly so dainty and petite that uh, that you can do little secret tests to them, and they'll just be like, "Oh, I'm so bruised. I slept so poorly because there was a pea <laughs> under twenty mattresses. Aren't I so delicate?" Uh, there's also a really good Arthurian legend that I'm fond of. There's one of the Arthurian knights named Beaumont, uh, which is French for beautiful hands. And and he like ran away. He was a prince, and he like ran away from his hometown and ended up um, working in like the uh, in in Camelot in the kitchens. And somebody who a knight saw him and saw his beautiful, delicate hands and was like, "You're no scullery maid. You're a prince. Obviously, you're a knight, <laughs> and we need to get you out of here." And that's just like the it's such an insane physical virtue manifesting because they are rich and and from a the right bloodline. So. There could be something there where we're like trying to find a prince based on um, clues about it. But you said something also really funny, which is the idea that there are lots of frogs and lots of princes. <laughs> <laughs> and that you have to like sort through them to, uh, to use them like puzzle game clues. And that's really funny. <laughs> uh, I love the idea that like you kiss one frog... And he turns into a prince with, like, glasses, and then you have to use those glasses in a puzzle or something like that. Like, that's funny. Yeah. That's a good concept. Well, I, th I, think, I think you're using the whole prince. Like, it's <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And maybe they're not all, like, human He's... princes either. Like, maybe they turn into a, a prince that, I don't know, like a like a bird prince that, like, then can fly over things or something and solve a puzzle in that way for you. Like, I love that. I I love the phrase, we're going to use every part of the prince, <laughs> <laughs> which, which you didn't say, but which I wanted to get put out Absolutely. in the world. <laughs> okay. I like that. I also like the idea that this taps into the like, um, one of these frogs always lies and one of these frogs always tell the truth <laughs> style, <laughs> like logic puzzles, where it's like you, you come to a door and one of the frogs is just a frog, but one of the frogs is a prince. <laughs> and you have to figure it out uh, using logic puzzles, logic style puzzles, I guess is what they're called, um, to figure that out. I also like the idea that even if you guess wrong, all, you're, all that happens is that you kiss a frog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not pleasant, but like you're not going to die or anything. So that's like a nice puzzle angle. Yeah. You just get some kind of like flavor text about um, literal flavor text about how the frog tastes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your mouth feels slimy. <laughs> 
Um, okay, I love that. That's really good. Um, and by which I mean really horrible. Um, okay, I love that. I also, there's something really funny to me about <laughs> the fact that we have a bunch of frogs, but none of those frogs are princes, but they do turn into other animals that are princes. <laughs> there's something funny to me about, oh, no, there should be one frog prince that is just a prince of frogs. Maybe oh, that's yeah. who you end up with. That's your end goal is the frog <laughs> that is true to itself and its own being. So wait, is that the frog that doesn't change yeah, then? Yeah. Maybe we need to scrap the idea of, of there ever being frogs that don't transform because maybe mm. you are actually looking for the one that doesn't transform. Whoa. Okay. Uh, that's funny. I like that because that also gives you the option of like... Yeah, maybe maybe you kiss every frog you come across. <laughs> this is a weird for for using this as a metaphor for dating. It's a weird one, but it's fine. We're not going to question it too much. Uh, you kiss every frog that you come across. Every single one of them transforms, uh, and then that's just how you get uh, you unlock. It's almost like a Metroidvania puzzle game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh okay and then thinking about the mist angle so yeah my mist experience was exactly the same as yours which is that i was playing it as a child because that's when it came out and the concept of puzzle games didn't exist for me yet and so it was just like oh piano beep boop bop boop bop (laughs) (laughs) this is a piano sim uh but not really knowing how it goes but i like the are the are the puzzles in some way frog themed yeah i mean are we going through a like the frog prince's castle like all of these frogs are in the frog prince's castle but it turns out none of them are actually frogs okay that's really funny there's something kind of almost um sleeping beauty-esque about that where it's like this has been taken over that's really not that's not really sleeping beauty-esque at all (laughs) i'm thinking about it now because they're not asleep that's nothing but no i do like the idea that all of the frogs are gone for some reason and maybe that's part of the plot but maybe we don't really delve into it because there's lore and mist but you don't really ever get the lore suit too much this is a fill um, question. There, you probably do if you like go looking for it, and it's just one of those very optional, like you have to read every scrap of paper on the ground kind of thing to piece together what's going on. Yes, I I love the idea of Phil Salvador playing this game based on the prompt that he had. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to have both of you on. I think that would be really fun. That would be great. That would be really fun. Okay. What? Oh, also, here's my pitch for the end. The end romance. Maybe the final frog prince isn't just a frog actual. Maybe he's the frog king. Is that anything? (laughs) And you become the frog queen? Yeah. Also, are we playing as a frog or a human, or is it just never? Is it ambiguous? Oh. That's just never. (laughs) That's a really good question. I think it would be hard to to make it ambiguous, although maybe we should talk about the aesthetics of the game. Because if it's first person... Like if it's like mist, then you're not, there's no, you don't really have a body. So it could be ambiguous. (laughs) It's pretty funny. (laughs) So like, are you a human that wants to marry an actual frog or are you just a frog and this is normal and that's up to the player to determine? 
<laughs> oh, I love that. And I do love the idea of both of those being referenced in the game. So it becomes a huge point of debate amongst the players Ooh. about whether you are a human who wants to get down with frogs or if you're just a frog amongst frogs. Although it, it does make a certain amount of sense. I've already chosen my side in this debate, apparently. It makes a certain amount of sense if you're going around, if you're a frog going around kissing other frogs and then being like, oh, you're a snake. That's fine. But I was kind of hoping to marry a, another frog <laughs> um, just for, like, compatibility sakes. <laughs> right. Whereas if you're a human who's already decided they're into frogs, why wouldn't you also be into lizards or whatever? Yeah. Like, where's the line there? <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you At least newts. It? Come on. Like... <laughs> How about a toad? Not the same? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, okay. So I like that it's ambiguous, but I am going to write it from the standpoint that you're a frog too. Uh, and then we can just reference that in weird ways. Like, I don't know, maybe you, maybe you save, your save spots are like ponds. And then it's just, we don't ever address why you, a human, would save at a pond. It just makes sense if you're a frog. <laughs> Okay, so maybe you're I'm gonna again, I'm gonna operate that we're that we're a frog now because maybe you're trying to save something has clearly gone wrong in the frog castle, uh, which doesn't actually have to be a castle if you're frogs, but the frog domain and you're like going through trying to get to um the enchanted frog prince at the center of it that you need to awaken to solve everything see it is like sleeping beauty i made it yeah you, you <laughs> did it, it. <laughs> you put him asleep so that it could be like sleeping beauty <laughs> uh, i'm fine justifying it that way <laughs> um okay do do we do you have any thoughts about like the aesthetics of this is it kind of a mist realism or are we doing sort of cartoon frogs like where are you at with that i i think mist like makes me you know conjure hyper realistic you know like that that's what mist is to me as someone mm. who used it more as like a wow this looks cool than an <laughs> actual video game which um i think is a fairly common thing like i think that's yeah. I think that's normal, but that doesn't mean we're beholden to that. But I do feel like that is what, that's half of what makes it mist-like, you know? Okay. Otherwise, it's just kind of puzzle game, is that? Yeah, no, I think that's a fair read uh, on this. And I, I like that that gives us an opportunity, because we could just have each frog that you meet be a different, like, species of frog. And then that's sort of part of the, the hyper-realistic appeal uh, yeah, and I think it should look a little, like, in the way that, like, some 90s edutainment just <laughs> ended up being a little Uncanny Valley like that. <laughs> like, I think having the frogs be just, like, absolutely hyper-realistic frogs, and then there's, like, some kind of transition, and they just, you know, uh, like, some kind of bad special effect, and then it's suddenly, <laughs> like, a real, very realistic lizard or whatever, like, that feels very... I don't know. I think that's actually a pretty cool aesthetic that's not really used anymore. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm picturing like every fantasy movie from the 90s where it was like a spiral of like sparkles, like really yeah. vibrantly colored, almost pixel-like sparkles. Yes. I love that. Okay, well, let's clarify something. So we've been saying hyper-realistic and hyper-realistic in 2024 
means something different from hyperrealistic in mist time. Oh, no, I think it looks like photos. Okay, 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 like, modern. Okay. Like mist. Like, it looks like literal photographs. Like, almost rotoscoped. Yeah, rather okay. than um, hyperrealistic graphics. It's almost like someone took pictures of frogs and just, like, put them on top of another picture <laughs> of the background. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, where it's like, it's a lot of fixed camera angles. Yeah. And so you're like moving from like a kind of a fixed camera angle situation in each of them. And they're, they're, ba yeah, they are basically just photos that maybe we've done some light, light, uh, pixel touching up. That is a kind of a cool aesthetic that we don't really get anymore. Because we just like uh, know how to make things look realistic now. But I think they were trying to, you know, you, you couldn't render the same stuff back then on those PCs, <laughs> right? So like... That was the trick to look really realistic was, yeah, essentially like have a photograph pasted on other photographs in like a, you know, faux 3D kind of way. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think a return to that would be beautiful. Yeah, uh, I'm a known lover of FMVs and this is like another strain of that kind of approach to game 100%. making that has fallen away. Yeah. Which is a shame. It is fun. <laughs> it's a fun aesthetic. I wish I wish that had a title because FMV is such a good like shorthand for what that aesthetic is. And I feel like this doesn't have an aesthetic name. Maybe it's just mislike. Other than mislike, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might just be mislike. All right, that's good enough. All right, so we'll have mislike aesthetics. That's also so handy for us to just be like, you know, it's like mist, like the prompt. Yeah. <laughs> That's the aesthetic. That's it. I hope you're enjoying Big Game Hunger. You should check out some of the other shows that are part of the Multitude Collective while you're here. Why, I think you'd like Join the Party. Join the Party is an actual play podcast with tangible worlds, genre-pushing storytelling, and collaborators who make each other laugh each week. They're having an incredible time, and it comes through in every single episode. DM Eric and the empathic players Amanda, Brandon, and Julia welcome everyone to the table, from longtime TTRPG players like myself to folks who've never touched a role-playing game before. Are your hands unsullied by dice? You would be welcome here. Hop into The Current Campaign, which is a pirate story set in the world of plant and bug folk, which is extremely fun. Or marathon the completed stories with the campaign, a Monster of the Week game set in a weird summer camp, campaign, plus campaign two for a modern superhero game, and campaign one for a high fantasy story. And once a month, they release the after party, where they answer your questions about the show and how they play the game. Hey, so what are you waiting for? Pull up a chair and join the party. Search for Join the Party in your podcast app or go to jointhepartypod.com. Hey, let me tell you about a new tabletop world-building game from award-winning RPG publisher Possible Worlds Games. It is called The Details of Our Escape. This game is played with, get this, dominoes instead of dice. Yeah, I've always wondered what dominoes are for. It turns out they're for this new game that just came out. With those dominoes, you'll tell the story of a caravan of over 2,000 people in search of a new home. What they're leaving and what kind of strange and wonderful sights they see along their way is up to you. But just how many will persevere till their destination, well, that's up to fate. A creative collaboration between game designer Tyler Crumrine, comics artist Linnea Sturty, 
and multidisciplinary author Renee Gladman. And if you want to see some of that beautiful art and read some of that incredible writing, you can do so right now on Kickstarter at bit.ly slash details of. It is crowdfunding on Kickstarter right now, February 5th through February 29th, and each gamebook comes packaged with custom cutout domino sheets for ease of play. I know you were wondering, how do I even find dominoes in the year 2024? You don't have to. It comes with them. Again, that's the details of our escape, and you can find that by going to bit.ly slash details of. Labyrinth of Cinema is a brand new podcast that captures how great it is to make your friends watch the movies you love. Truly one of my favorite activities, and this show really captures what's great about doing that. Every episode features a movie pitched by one of the hosts, Colin or Jai, or that week's special guest. The first 10 minutes is guaranteed spoiler-free, so you can decide if you want to listen on or take a break to watch the movie in question first. But if your experience is like mine, you'll want to keep listening after they pitch it to you. I never even heard of The Lion in Winter, the movie they cover in the first episode, but I was excited to hear more. Labyrinth of Cinema grew out of a weekly film club amongst friends, and they talk about what draws a person to a certain kind of film and what they find compelling in the art of cinema. Listen to Labyrinth of Cinema right now wherever you find your podcasts. Let's pin down the setting. So are we in an actual castle? Like, are we leaning more on the prince-king angle? Or are we in, like, a pond situation or a wildlife situation? I think that has to do with our, with what direction the puzzles go in, right? Like, yeah. so I was picturing castle only because I feel like it's easier to come up with, you know, things like, oh, this door is locked. Like, yeah. this, you need to open <laughs> this chest or something like that. Yeah. Um, that might be a little more difficult in a pond, but maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just not thinking hard enough. No, I think I think you're right. You're right that from a puzzle-making angle, there should be stuff like that that's kind of constructed. Uh, but what if we... Uh, por que no los dos? <laughs> why not do both of them? <laughs> I think I fucked up that that meme line. But like, why not do both? Like, because I'm thinking about the setting in uh, the Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom, where it's the the fish people whose name I cannot remember. Sora, right? Sora, yes. I think, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> uh, but their, their like castle region is all like falling, cascading waterfalls. Yeah. So I think we could do both where it's like, it is like a castle for frogs where it's like, there's like lots of pools of water and like, like a river runs through the whole castle, like that kind of thing. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we can have both. <laughs> we can have both. We can have water puzzles, the kind that people hate where you have to like pull levers mm -hmm. to adjust the water levels. Those are classic. What if you have to, okay, I like the idea of one where you have to balance a frog. <laughs> you have to like kiss three frogs. They turn into different weights of other animals and you have to like Ooh. balance them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a classic. And maybe, maybe <laughs> when you... Like, they can't move after you've kissed them, so you have to, like, have the frogs arranged ahead of time, because yeah. you can no longer, like, pick them up and move them after they've transformed into, like, a porcupine or whatever. <laughs> you can't touch them because they would 
probably would prick you. <laughs> That's so fun. That's really delightful. Okay. Obviously, all of these will have reset buttons where if you need to undo what you've yeah. done, you can do that. That's really fun. That's so experimental because it's like, do you approach it by like putting them in place and kissing them and seeing how they weigh out? Or do you like kiss them all and see how much they weigh? Uh, that's fun. I really like that. Um, the kissing mechanic is so weird, but that's such a fun way of deploying it. <laughs> uh, can you re-kiss any animals to turn them back into frogs? Or is it a one-way street? Yeah. I, I haven't thought about that, but I kind of I kind of like that as being part of the puzzle is like maybe you have to kiss one that like turns into a giraffe. So it like, I don't know, it bonks its head on something that yeah. moves something. But then like if you don't turn it back into a frog, it's just it's in your way. There's now just like a giant giraffe prince in your way. That's such you're really good at making puzzles. <laughs> like that's Am such I? a fun cut. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, a giraffe would like poke a hole through the top of yes. something. Like, you know, the if you've got like a roof over your head yeah. and you're like, I think I'm stuck in this room, but if you kiss the frog turns into a giraffe. It busts its through. Head, like it it's so tall that it just busts through the roof and now there's that is such a good reusable mechanic because we could also have a room or like an open garden area where it's like you need some sunlight, but it's all overgrown because the, the everybody's been turned into frogs, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. But it's all overgrown. And so you can like get the giraffe to burst through and they'll make like a hole. But then when you shrink them down again, that hole's going to go away. But you have to have them eat the leaves away in order to create oh, a permanent hole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also like the idea that you have just like a sack full of frogs that you're carrying that are all the different towers and you like have to re-kiss them to turn them back into frogs to carry around with you. Yeah, so we these aren't like static puzzles. These are like you you now have this frog in your inventory and yes. like deploy it on different puzzles. We've made a frog harem game. <laughs> but the thing is you're not romantically interested in any of these you're really just looking for i mean there's a lot of kissing happening but you are really just interested in the main the main frog it is platonic kissing it is non-romantic <laughs> kissing <laughs> okay uh, that's so funny i love the idea that you're using like romance mechanics in a non-romantic way <laughs> That's just really essentially funny to me. Uh, do the different, the obviously the different frogs slash the animals they turn into. I mean, they're all different because they're they're going to turn into different animals. Uh, and maybe we we could do a cool thing where it's like the giraffe frog has like giraffe print when it's a frog, and mm. so that's like a way for you to keep track of it. So like maybe the 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 design, the hyper realistic of design of them. Uh, will also have like visual clues that hint at the animal that they are on the other side. I like that. And I think you can also continue to lean more into that sort of like 90s photograph aesthetic with that too <laughs> and just have it be like very clearly like, you know, a texture pack giraffe skin print overlaid on a like you know it, like the photoshopping's not great but <laughs> yeah the model rendering is really good but then it is just like a, <laughs> the wrapping of a giraffe print on it is <laughs> not very well finessed that's really fun um i love that we've settled on giraffe has to be one one of the, <laughs> the transforming ones um giraffes are so good 
Uh, here's a question. Are the frogs, are they like characters or are they basically like mechanics? Like, are they inventory items? And maybe they have like a missed like one line of text that they say when you click on them, like, oh, I can't wait to be a tall giraffe again. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the placeholder text. <laughs> Something like that. Or are they like fully blown characters that we're interacting with and engaging with? I feel like the latter turns it kind of into a different... We have to engage with the story and have it be slightly less ridiculous if they're all, <laughs> like, characters that you have to... I mean, because then you're, like, convincing a giraffe that it needs to come with you and... <laughs> On a quest. Like, yeah. I think that could be funny, too, but... Yeah. I, I think you're... Right. When I'm thinking about Mist, it's like a pretty essentially lonely game. Like, yeah. you're not... You're not really, you're not, you don't talk to anybody. You don't meet anybody. You just sort of find all these relics and artifacts of people that used to be here. A thing that has had such a long lineage in video games where it is just like, even you pick up a game today, you're going to find a scrap of paper that somebody wrote something on that's going to give you a yeah. clue or it's some, <laughs> some lore. And so it does, it, in a way, it makes sense to me to lean into that inherent loneliness and these frogs are you can't really communicate with them maybe because they're not really frogs they're they're other animals and oh, maybe that's like a barrier that's there. interesting yeah. yeah yeah you don't okay. you don't actually have the ability even to like communicate with them because they don't they don't speak frog they speak yeah. whatever or else human it is. wink or, or human <laughs> whatever language you're speaking <laughs> um yeah i like that there's something kind of poetic about that and it's also just easier from a standpoint of writing and programming these things. <laughs> and they're just, they are inventory items and you don't ever have to develop that. Yeah. Uh, and then when you meet the frog prince slash king, you can talk to him because he's a, a real frog. Yeah. Okay, so wait, know. is the first part of the game kind of discovering and realizing how like alone you are in this castle that <gasps> appears to be full of frogs and like you try to talk to people and it doesn't work? And you try kissing them, and then they, like, something <laughs> happens, but they still can't, like, speak to you. Oh, yes. Yeah, I do think it has to be something like that. Yeah. That this is a weird curse that turned that turned it didn't turn the frogs into anything. See, when you arrive, you're like, "Wow, everything's been cursed." But you're like, "It seems normal. This this frog <laughs> castle is just full of frogs. So what's the deal here?" But then when you yeah, when you talk around, you can't actually talk to anybody. And the curse is that the frogs have been I don't know swapped places. We don't actually have to get into what happened, but <laughs> you have to go start kissing giraffes so they turn back into frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's the sequel. Okay. <laughs> that's uh what was the sequel to Mist? It was like Riven something, yeah. right? Ooh. Okay, we'll come up with a pun River? based on Riven. Frog slip no. We're, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh it would be a lot to ask for you to come up with two incredible off the cuff puns <laughs> in one in one episode. Uh I okay, that's a good sequel. But yeah, I do like the idea that this you you go through this first part and it's sort of a you coming to realize how empty and then the true nature of this curse. Uh, that's fun. That's very mist-like. Yeah, it's it's got some like darkness to it, which I think is faithful to mist. Yeah, which is a deeply ominous game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so spooky. Uh, okay, I love that. What what are some of the other creatures? So I think giraffe and bird are both really good ones because like 
The giraffe can hit things that are far away. The bird can probably, like, retrieve things that are, like, a really long distance. Or, like, if there's some kind of, you know, like, there's, like, a a switch up somewhere high or something like that. I think I was onto something with porcupine. I don't know what, (laughs) but I feel like there's got to be some instance where stabbing something is is the answer. (laughs) Poking something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's got to be, like... Um, some sort of inflatable. I, I was just thinking about like the way toads like inflate their throat. Ooh, that's and, dark, but you though. wouldn't want to pop it. Yeah, that's really <laughs> that's that's like some weird combat stuff that I don't know if we want to get into. Uh, but I like the idea that yeah, there are just like I mean that we can just make it up. Maybe there's just balloons everywhere, or there's just like weird. Maybe there's like bubbles. Bubbles are oh, a, bubbles. A, a water yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's just water. Yeah, there's bubbles somewhere. Maybe there's like a soap puzzle where some soap got spilled and made really made <laughs> bubbles that you can't get through because you're a little frog. So you have to get your porcupine <laughs> friend to pop them. That's cute. That's cute and fun. Uh, I also think you could do like a snake that maybe there's like really small areas that only a snake could like yeah. slither through. Yeah. That would be fun. Like a bug of some sort too. For an even Ooh, yes. even smaller version of that, like, <laughs> is there something that like you need an ant for, or like a maybe you need some a strong small thing like a dung beetle that can can get yeah. like an amulet to unlock a door, or can like roll yeah. roll a gem that you need to put in the eye of a <laughs> of a frog figurine. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that is a good. That's a good lineup of fun little creatures that you can turn into. Something that can dig, too. Ooh. I don't know. Like a mole, yeah. maybe? Or... Yeah, moles, moles are, are such a one. classic. I love a mole. Okay. That's such a good... Yeah, we got land, we got air. I feel like the early parts are going to be really water heavy, because as a frog, you're going to be able to navigate those to a certain extent. Uh, and so that maybe those... Maybe the obstacles to get a lot of the early frogs that you kiss are water-based puzzles and that's how we kind of structure that yeah Uh, okay i just had a stupid idea but i want to find a way to incorporate it um yes can there be like a tadpole that if you (gasps) kiss a tadpole it turns into like a baby version of like what what if you kiss a tadpole and it turns into an egg like a bird egg. That's fun. <laughs> I don't oh, know what you would use that for. Cool. Also, I don't know if it's okay uh, to be like kissing frog children. Well, you can kiss them on the forehead. Okay. Yeah, this, this isn't all romantic. Fine. In fact, we've established it's not romantic. No. Until it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, until the very end. <laughs> in, in which case, uh, the, the ant... The metaphorical and or literal ant of the game. I mean, maybe the maybe the main character is an ant and you're trying to find your nephew the prince. <laughs> uh, there's something inherently cute about that. No, I love a tadpole egg. That is like that's like next level thinking about this transformation. That feels like such a cool thing that when people were playing, they would be like a tadpole. Could I even kiss this? And when they did and got an egg, that would be such a moment of like, wow, fun discovery stuff. Uh, I like that. And we don't, maybe we don't know what the egg is. Uh, And maybe there's a part like halfway through where the egg and or tadpole 
I don't want to use the word evolves because that's not how things happen. And that's <laughs> I've just been Pokemon pilled, but like <laughs> transforms uh, and, and or like breaks through the egg or something. And then we we get a new creature based on that. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I am kind of thinking about this in a like frogs have very clear life stages, which I think is cool. Yeah. And could be used yeah. in some way. Yeah. I think in exactly the way you described, where it's like you, there are, you, you meet some like fully grown frogs, but they're all also frogs that are in various stages uh, of development, um, which I know, I know Tadpole's not the only one, but I, I can't, I, all I can think of is nymphs, which I think are, are insects, <laughs> not frog, <laughs> frog base. Uh, but yeah, maybe it grows over the process. Maybe like each chapter, it's a little bit bigger and a little bit more frog-like. And then one time you transform it in the egg and it bursts open. That's really delightful. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember, did Mist have like... I Maybe I'm confusing this with text games, because in text games, you get like a drop down where it's like... Like it, it, like it gives you like different options, like, uh, yeah, like inspect, yeah. pull, twist, like those sorts of things. Did Mist have that, or was it just point and click? I thought it was just point and click, um, but I okay. don't quote me on that. That that's definitely more of a like, <laughs> yeah, like text adventure, or not, not even necessarily mm-hmm. text adventure, but just adventure game trope in general. I mean, that's that's in all the mm-hmm. like. You know, like Secret of Monkey Island and those kind of <laughs> those kind of things, King's Quests and all of that. Okay, so more graphic based. I'm just trying to think about like if the opening section, if you're trying to talk to creatures and it's not working, is that because you have like a drop down list of interact options and one of them is talk and you try it every time and nothing oh, happens? Oh, yeah. I like okay. that. Or, yeah. or is there like a graphic, maybe there's just like buttons and they're like, uh, ta- what is the mist interface oh, one, even like? One's like one's like an open mouth, like you're talking, and then one's like a kissy <laughs> face. It's all just like it's all just different things you can do with your mouth. So one's like one's like blowing a raspberry. <laughs> it's like a taunt. <laughs> you just have a lineup of mouths. The interface is all mouths. <laughs> that is. That is deranged. Okay. I love it. Yeah. No, I love one that's like a mouse. I like you hover your mouse over it and the mouth goes like, and that's how you know. (laughs) That's how you know it's the talking one. And then you do another one and it's like, and that's how you know it's the kissy face. It's like a little like directional pad and just each each way on the directional pad is a different like mouth shape. (laughs) That's especially funny funny because one of those will never have any interaction because it's a it's a talk button and nothing but the final frog that you meet is going to talk to you i like the idea that we've dedicated this whole button to (laughs) something that we know will do nothing is so funny okay oh god um what's other mouth stuff (laughs) you said blowing a raspberry that's a really good one which there's got to be some way to use that like maybe when you aggravate some like you know maybe one of these frogs turns into a rhino and that's how you like make him bust through a door or something is you like you like aggravate him by blowing a raspberry at him (laughs) donkey kong rules yes uh that's really good okay that uh, it's kind of a taunt a taunt maneuver uh and maybe there's one that's like a frown 
a frown face and that is like how you like undo something or like Ooh. negate something yeah because uh, that's how you communicate no bad <laughs> bad move <laughs> I like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is so. I I can see this interface so vivid in my mind. Same. <laughs> it's it's just it's remarkable and it's so crunchy and it's so because it, it is once again like pictures of somebody's mouth yes. that we've like semi digitized. <laughs> yeah, and like the even the directional pad is just this like highly realistic like wooden directional pad that just looks it's just a photograph of you know just like a little cross shape kind of thing with yeah with photographs of mouths on either end of it (laughs) it's so it's such rocky horror picture show opening (laughs) opening scrawl vibes oh man that's so funny uh i'm just imagining that in the credits we have to have like a mouth credit that's just for (laughs) years at all the mouths and that's gonna add to the lore confusion of whether or not you're playing a frog or a human that's true because it's got i mean just for clarity's sake it has to be a human mouth like yeah you would not be able to parse frog lips doing this so (laughs) no it would have to be human and that's people are gonna be so confused because so much of the game is like obviously you're a frog you see everything from like frog height and it's like well uh, but but it's human lips it's human and also like you're you're carrying around frogs in a bag like your item sack is just a bunch of frogs so like if you're also a frog how do you have the strength to do that (laughs) <laughs> i love it this is the exact sort of thing that old games would be like it's not important we're not going to explain it and which new games are often like laboriously explaining in a way that you just don't always have to do i love that so much oh kelsey that's so good this is spectacular uh are there different worlds? Because kind of part of the mist thing is that you're like warping to different worlds. Ooh. Are the different worlds just different part of this like castle area or do they have different vibes? I mean, you could go kind of like alternate dimension of the same castle kind of thing. Like, Ooh. you know, you're you're just you're in a spooky version of the oh. castle now or you're in like a like a Western oh. themed. I don't know. I'm freaking <laughs> Your go-to alternate realities are spooky and Western. Yep. <laughs> sure That's <are>. so funny. It's <laughs> really good. Uh, here's here's a, an idea. What if what if you can go to alternate castles, and those alternate castles are bird castle, giraffe castle snake castle and maybe that's how you like eventually like lose some of the frogs that you've gathered is that you successfully return them to the alternate reality that they're supposed to be in and you're trying to find all the real frogs maybe it's like a dimension split that makes sense okay so you're not just trying to find the one frog prince like you'll end up in the giraffe area like you'll end up finding (laughs) the actual frog there (laughs) Does that mean you're kissing a bunch of giraffes? <laughs> I was, for some reason, I'm imagining almost like a collectible where it's like, you know, in each alternate world, there will be a frog there for you, but you might have to go a little out of your way to find it. Okay. Uh, so that maybe that's an option. They could be like a collectible or maybe you're 
maybe you have to kiss a lot of giraffes to find your frog. <laughs> so, okay, so when you return, like, you, when you return your giraffe to the giraffe kingdom, like, you, you're at a point in the game where you're not going to need to use the giraffe frog anymore. Like, there's not going to be any yeah. more puzzles. So this is going to be, like, really intricately crafted. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah, I think it'll have to be. This is going to be a very tightly... I, I, I mean, that's something I always really like about point-and-click games, where it's like, this torch is, in the real world, infinitely useful. But in this world, <laughs> it has one use, and when you use it, it's done. And I don't think it should be that clean cut, but I, yeah, there's like a limited time... And you'll know when you get back to the giraffe world, it's time to let your giraffe friend go. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, by the time you're by the time you're even able to make it there, yeah. you have now used the giraffe for anything that you would need that for. Yes. Yeah, it's a very linear progression where okay. it's like there there are ten giraffe puzzles, and you can't get to the giraffe world until you've done all those puzzles, and then on to the next world. I like that. Beautiful. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Surprisingly moving. So by the time you're at the last world, whatever that is, porcupine world or whatever, like yeah. you go back and you're just ready to basically waltz into the frog prince's room. Like you're done. I think you're done. so. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. I don't think they're. Yeah. Once you get to the final puzzle, your satchel is empty or full of the actual frogs that could be there if they just want to hang. <laughs> that might be confusing. Maybe you just release them back into the castle. Uh, yeah, your satchel is empty. Your heart is full. And you're you're finally there to meet your nephew question mark <laughs> or 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 potentially your romantic option will will pick one it won't be both. I love this. I think this is really good. <laughs> this is arguably one of the most fleshed out game pitch concepts that I've done on the show so far. Oh, I mean until we uh, have to actually build all of these puzzles and mm. structure it. No, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's for that's, someone else to do. <laughs> we're the uh, we're the ideas people. That's that's, that's right. it. Yeah. That's why I get paid so much money. <laughs> if only. And we already yeah, we named it. It's kissed. You it's nailed kissed. it immediately. K Y S T. It does it need the the tagline though of like you're gonna have to kiss a lot of frogs. Like if you if you want to find <laughs> the one, you're gonna have to kiss a lot of frogs. What is what is yes. the ant line? What is the uh, I let me I, th I think it's like, yeah, you're gonna have to kiss a lot of frogs. I'm trying to imagine. Uh, it's Christmas and she's like one too many drinks in and she's like, listen, you're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs to find your prince. I think it's something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm literally just Googling uh, you're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs to see. <laughs> oh, my God. And everything that came up was like. Everything I'm looking at, I'm looking at the Google image and it's just, it's exactly this. It's like clip art frogs oh, with clip yeah. art crowns on them. I found one that's a Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> it's, it's the Fifty Shades of Grey book cover with hashtag Fifty Shades. And it says, you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find your prince. Is that a thing in those books? I don't think it is. I love these. Oh my God. But that's exactly what your aunt would share. Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense. No, it's perfect. It's beautiful. I like this one of a lady with like a beautiful full moon in the background and she's got makeup done, beautiful red lips, and she's bringing a frog up to her lips to kiss it with this like starry sky in the background and it just says, <laughs> so many frogs, so few princes. 
That's such the perfect distillation. Also, the full moon implies that it's maybe a were frog, which is a weird, weird extension of the metaphor. I don't want to tangle with. Oh man, yeah. I think the credits of Kissed. The, the it's it's a it's the credits are on the right side of the screen and the left side of the screen is like a it's another photo of a woman in a weird princess gown holding a frog in her hand and once again people are like okay so she is human <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good oh my god um kelsey do you have anything to plug um no not really right now uh if you're in seattle you should come check out my stores pink gorilla games and yes. not by the time this airs, but my book should be out soon-ish in a few months. Uh, Animal right? Crossing book? Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, yeah, I'm so I excited. I think it's still pre-orderable on the Boss Fight Books website. I'm not sure, but if not, it will be soon. And um, I can't wait for people to read it. I'm I'm in the just like annoying last couple stages of uh, like formatting my sources and stuff. So we're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's such being in the writer minds of academia. <laughs> uh, what's it called, Kelsey? Animal Crossing. That's it. It's just, it's called, just Animal called Animal Crossing. Yeah, okay. G- Google Animal Crossing Kelsey Lewin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, Boss Fight Books is the publisher. They do a bunch of, it's all different authors who all do books like this, where it's just a deep dive on, on one game. And I'm so excited to be the one doing it for Animal Crossing. Incredible. I'm so excited to read this because I love Animal Crossing. And I'm just fascinated to read everything that you Yay. know and have dig up, dug up on it. Uh, and I'll, as always, I'll put a link in the description of this episode so you can just click and pre-order it there. Big Game Hunger is a part of the Multitude Collective of Podcasts, edited and mixed by the talented Misha Stanton, and created and hosted by me, Jenna Stieber. To support this show directly, subscribe at patreon.com slash thejenna. Uh, and if you're enjoying it, please tell people so that they can enjoy it as well. Spread the word uh, and just let people know that you're enjoying it so they come and listen too. Kelsey Lewin, what's one word, adjective, gameplay type, premise, etc. that you want added to the ingredients list? Okay, have you done Otome yet? No. Okay. Okay. Like an Atome like gameplay. Like an Atome game. Yeah. Like a very romance heavy. I mean, they're essentially like romance novels in video game form. Yes. I love this. This is such a good, it's so good and specific. We've had some variants on like visual novels and romance games, but Atome is like, it's, it's got its own vibe. Yes. Oh, that's such yeah, a Yeah, it's good not just one. like, you know, you can date people like you can in Persona or whatever. It's, no, it's, that's the point of this game is the romance story. I love that. Okay. That is a really good pull. Uh, thank you for joining me, Kelsey. Yeah, thanks for having me. I look forward to playing Kissed someday. Yes, get on it. <laughs> Devs, this one's right. It's it's done. This one's done. It's ready for you to go. Uh, thank you, everybody listening, for listening to Big Game Hunger. And don't forget to wishlist Kissed on Steam. Release date, TBD. Yeah.